Hey y'all, welcome back to the Bruce Not Broken podcast. It's your girl Desi. How are you guys doing today? Today we're going to be talking about fear and I just want to just put this out there. The first step into dealing with fear is talking about it. You have to openly talk about the things that you fear um, just so you can cut it right in half so you can deal with the problem head on because when we keep things to ourselves, we don't take initiative to conquer them. We continue to keep them in silence. When we don't say anything about them, we allow the fear to grow deeper inside of us. And when we allow things to grow inside of us, it creates a deeper attach- attachment. So when we do try to finally, you know, um, conquer the problem, it takes more time than what it should have. So trying to get over fear, we first have to put it out there in the open. Don't be afraid to talk about the things you fear about. Um, one of my greatest fears, this may sound silly, but it's bugs, y'all. I have this fear of bugs. I'm so terrified of bugs. A ladybug is cool or whatever. I don't want it crawling all over me. Uh Uh-uh, I just can't do it. But I am terrified of bugs. Like, that's one of my biggest fears. And the top bug of the chart is a spider. Like, I cannot deal with spiders. Me and spiders, we're just, I don't, I don't know. It's just when I look at them and they look at me, I just feel like now it's about to come after me. And if I don't do anything about it, it's going to get me. Okay? And that's my biggest fear. But it used to be a point where I couldn't even kill a spider. I would just leave it there so somebody else can do it. But now that I'm talking about it more, you know, now that I've grown up and I've I've been, you know, speaking about it more, I have been able to kill some spiders, y'all. Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I be spraying the crap out of them uh, spiders with. I don't care if it's Lysol. I don't care if it's um something for the tires. If it can spray, I'ma use it. I'ma spray anything on that sucker so it can stop moving and it could just die on sight. <laughs> but I am overcoming my fears, you guys. Um, another fear that I have is. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I used to have fear of abandonment. I was scared that the friends that I would make would just leave me. But now that I put it out there and I made it known to my friends, they look at me like I'm crazy. They be like, girl, where are we going? Okay, we in this for life. We in this together. And my friends saw it. We saw it. We good. But I just had to put it out there so that they know um, where I'm coming from and why I have these issues and these fears. Um, But yeah, I put it out there and I talked to my friends about it. And that kind of helped me get over those abandonment issues because we have been through a lot of things together and the things that we went through is like we can't we can't give up on each other now because it made us closer um we experienced a near-death situation and (laughs) it's like girl we almost died together we ain't going nowhere we got your back I got y'all back so yeah that's um another one of my fears but yeah y'all just getting it out there and just speaking about it really helps um deal with half the problem so Today, I'm going to talk about fear, and I will toss out some definitions, but I want you to keep in mind that there are two kinds of fear, and that's the good kind and the bad kind. Bad fear is the one that you dread. It brings nothing but misery, while the good fear is one of reverence and devotion. Ooh, I thought of another fear that I have, y'all. Listen, see, just be coming to my mind sometimes. But another fear that I have is loving somebody and then them not loving me back. Like, I be putting up this wall. Like, I will, I'll give somebody a little bit of me, but I won't give them all of me. Because, you know, I've been in that situation before where I open myself up to somebody and then they just use me. You know, I've been there and I've done that. 
And so I have this thing where I will hold somebody at a distance just to get a feel for them. Um, and then it's like when they get to try to know or they want to know me more, it's just like, I don't know. I just be on edge. Like, why? Like, should I let you in? Like, should I hold you out some more? Like, it's just that fear that, um, because I just love hard. Okay. I love hard when I like somebody, I like them. And it's just like, I just be going all in and I don't want to do that with somebody. Like I understand you got to take things slow and I'm all for taking things slow. But when it comes to like opening up myself and being more vulnerable to people, it's like, I'm still a work in progress with that because it's like, I don't want to open myself up to you and then you're just going to turn around and leave me. So I have, I guess you can say that it's abandonment, but then again, it's not, it's just like, I don't know. Is it trust issues? I don't know. You guys help me out with that. (laughs) Um, but that's another one of my fears. Okay. Before I think of something else, let me get back into what I was saying. So, Um, fear is a prevention tool. It stops you in your tracks because it makes you assume that everything and everyone is out to get you. Fear blocks you from blessings. That is why the devil tries to mold your thoughts in fear, because if he can control your thoughts, he can control your actions. Fear is what builds strongholds. It is the glue that holds all of those barriers you want to break free from together. And y'all, the king of fear is who? The devil. Satan. Why do you think he tries to manipulate you into believing a lie? Because he's afraid of the truth. The devil has been cast out of heaven, so since he doesn't have that kind of access anymore, he doesn't want anyone else to have it. The devil is an attention seeker. When we don't pay him no mind, he gets mad and tries to throw obstacles our way. But that's okay because we can take those hits. You know why? Because we have the living God inside of us, the one who defeated the devil and all of his partners. So... Don't let fear stop you from living your dreams. Fear and anxiety go hand in hand. They feed off one another. When you get your bills and fear that you won't be able to pay it or pay them, you start to dwell on them. Things that are out of your control taking you away from the joy of appreciating the moments that you are currently in. Fear is the unpleasant action towards a known threat while anxiety is a worrying action towards the unknown. So when you fear something, you see the threat is definite. It is real, something we can physically see. While anxiety is worrying over the uncontrollable, both are bad for the spirit and it will destroy your mind. Um, But we all know that the devil is real, but he is no actual threat to us. And that's what I want us to understand that, yes, the devil is real, but he ain't dangerous. Okay, we aren't just anybody's child. We aren't just anybody's children. We are God's children. His chosen ones. And it doesn't matter what the devil throws our way. We are more than capable to catch it and crush it just because we got God on our side. We have the spirit inside of us. A spirit that conquers fear. But we have to learn how to welcome it instead of hide from it. God gave us the Holy Spirit for a reason. The Holy Spirit is our advocate. It speaks to the God inside of us. When you feel overwhelmed by fear, I recommend that you read Psalms 27 um, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Or you guys can read Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. And it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord tells us more than enough times to not be afraid because he got us. 
The snake will bite at our ankles, but our heels are still able to crush the serpent's head. We are fighters of God, warriors whose sword is the word of the Lord. Fear and anxiety are to be dealt with spiritually because those are things you can't fight physically. You have to fight them eternally by studying God's word and rebuking anything that does not align with what is written. I've noticed that sometimes we put fear in the wrong things. We shouldn't fear anything in this world because we are well taken care of. If God can take care of the birds and the bees, what makes you think he won't take care of his own people? In Hannah's prayer, she says, I laugh in the face of my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. All right, so maybe I exaggerated a little. She said, I smiled in the face of my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. But I mean, it's the same. She smiles at her enemies because she has already been delivered. Okay, Hannah understood that God is the Almighty, for there is no rock like our God, meaning there is no God like my God. He is, I am, and he is greater than all. So... Today's message is from Psalms 2, verse 11, and it says, Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice in trembling. We just talked about fear and putting fear in the wrong things. But what I didn't say is that the only one you should fear is God. Now, we will talk about the good fear in this part, okay? God has the power to give life and the power to take one away. I'm not saying to be afraid of God because he is a good God. I'm saying to be afraid of what your life would be like if you didn't have him. Serving the Lord with fear means to fear no other God but our God because he has the means to bless us abundantly. He is our protection. And without his covering, we make ourselves open to all kinds of wicked things. Things that will only lead us to destruction. I don't know about you, but I know that when I was living a life without God, I was in a heap of trouble. I lowered myself in ways a girl shouldn't have. I did things out of spite, and though it felt good at the moment, it really just ate away at my heart. But then, mm, but then I found God's light, and his light overcame every piece of darkness inside of me. Remember that God defeated the devil, not the other way around. So if you're fearing what the devil might do, then you're really going to be shocked when you see what God can do. What I'm saying is the devil ain't got nothing on my God. Neither does Medusa. Ball or any other God with a lowercase g you may believe in. Stop living in fear that you will never be loved. Okay, this is me speaking to myself because I be having to talk to myself sometimes. But stop living in fear that you will never be loved because God already loves you. Stop living in fear that you'll never get that house. Okay, God already set you up. He's just waiting on you to gain some knowledge and financial education so you can learn how to get your credit up and keep it that way. I bet that everything you are afraid of is rooted in the unbelief that God can't do it for you. But he can, y'all. God will give you the good things, but not if you don't trust him. What if I tell you that you're giving too much power to your fear? The reason that we fear things is because we are scared of the pain that it's going to bring upon us, whether it's emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever it is, we just try to... um put it in a compartment that's deep with it, deep inside of us. But like I said before, you can't hide from your fears because then you're giving it way too much power. We got to start facing our fears because the more we face our fears, the less power it will have over us. The less, um, let me, how can I say this? The less ability it will have to make us afraid of it. So we need to start dealing with it head on. So serving the Lord with fear means to serve God with nothing but reverence. It means that you will do everything to please him, but be afraid to offend him. Because God ain't nothing to play with, okay? David warned, he warned Solomon that 
If he was to abandon God, then God would reject him. God's wrath is no joke. You heard what he did to the people of Egypt when Pharaoh would not let his people go. So when you work for the Lord, do it out of gratitude and appreciation and always rejoice with trembling because you serve a mighty God whose hands are of great power and grace. If you are afraid that your lights will be cut out or your hot water will soon be cold, don't worry about it. And I know you're like, well, you're not in my shoes. You're not going through what I'm going through. How can I not worry about it when I'm living in it? Here's the thing. You're giving it way too much power. These are material things. Believe it or not, these are material things. If you're putting your power into this fear of not being able to survive without it, then it's like you're taking your faith out of God, okay? God will get you through it, okay? Let it go and give it to the Lord. Cast all of your worries on him, meaning cast everything that you care about on Jehovah, and he will handle it. You got to stop digging this pit for yourself. Okay, looking at a bill long enough won't make it go away. But praising Jesus and giving thanks to the Lord for bringing you through time and time again will. I've been around people who do nothing but sit around and complain about the things that they are going through. I'm not saying that I don't feel bad for them, but here's the thing. They're giving way to their problems. They're making them problems bigger than what it actually is. It's like you're you're praising your problems you're glorifying you're glorifying your problems okay i learned to stop stressing over bills a while ago um because worry creates a wandering mind and it will have you questioning god's ability see i know that god is able because he has provided for me when i couldn't provide for myself and he is my father so i know that he will come through for me worry creates a double heart one side loves god the other side fears that he won't make a way Worry leads to doubt, and doubt leads to unbelief, and all these things go back to the enemy because because they're the tools of the enemy, okay? These are the tools that try to suggest that maybe God's promise isn't a promise at all. But y'all, don't give in to them. Give out. I rebuke the spirit of fear and anxiety over your life. I rebuke doubt and unbelief. I pray that you will lean on your faith and not in fear, that you will understand that as long as you believe it, that if you speak it, the mountain will move. You just got to have faith, the faith of a child that everything is possible in God's hand. We can't live in fear. It's just not healthy, okay, because fear will have you going and doing things that will only make you feel secure for the moment when true security is in Jesus. Fear will have you thinking that your problem is too big for God when it really is just too big for you. Because God is able, God is God, and God is good. Okay, God is the word and the word is God. And as long as you have his word, you have him. The Bible may look like a stack of papers, but what is written has true power. Power that I cut down to the source of the matter. And I'm going to say that the reason why a lot of people are lonely is because they sit in fear. Okay, I'm talking about the bad fear, y'all. I'm talking about the bad fear. Y'all going to know when I'm talking about the good fear because the good fear is nothing but respect for the Lord. But the bad fear is why a lot of people are lonely um, because they just um, allow themselves to be set by these limitations. That's exactly what the devil wants is for us to be lonely so that we can be drowned out by our own thoughts, not exploring the wealth of knowledge that's out in the world. So I said before how fear and anxiety are friends. Because they are. You won't find one without the other. Loneliness is a state of the mind before it is an action. It is a state of feeling or being alone. There is no one cause to being lonely um, because we all encounter different things. 
But one common symptom is fear. People who are lonely usually have trouble connecting with others, but they allow fear to keep them from trying. And then that's when anxiety creeps in. And it starts to make you wonder if you'll ever be able to connect with somebody on that kind of level. And then when you aren't able to connect with that person on like the first try or maybe the second try, you just put yourself into this little box of isolation, keeping you from stepping outside of your comfort zone. And that's why a lot of people um, are lonely. That's why a lot of people um, are in this box of loneliness because of fear and anxiety. They are afraid that nobody will ever understand them um, the way that they understand themselves. But God understands you, okay? And we are never meant to be alone because when we're alone, the devil has like this hold over us. And when we're alone, it's like we start to let these little lies come into our mind and we never challenge those those thoughts because we never get outside of ourselves. That's why we are never meant to be just by ourselves. We are supposed to be out here fellowshipping with other people, fellowshipping with God's people, and just really getting a different perspective on things because we can't just look through our lens. Because when we're alone, we think that we're looking at ourselves through these um, perfect lenses and nothing's wrong with us. But then when we ask somebody for what they think of us, you know, it may be a whole different ball game, you know, and sometimes we need people to put us in our place. Sometimes we need that honesty and that truth to help us see, you know, um, see us for who we are. But it's time that we take the fear out of the world and put it back in God. Because, oh, what a friend that we have in Jesus. Without Jesus, we would be living in a condemnation. Without Jesus, I would still be lowering my standards. Without Jesus, I wouldn't have made it. But since I have God, I made it to the other side, and I am never going back. See, God brought me out of my flesh and showed me what living in his spirit is like. I am my best self when I serve the Lord. I learn things when I serve the Lord. I am productive when I serve the Lord. Not busy, but productive when I serve the Lord. So just imagine what I'm like when I don't serve him in fear. See, God holds the power. God is the authority and I will dwell in his house forever. The Lord said in Isaiah chapter 45, verse five, he says, I am the Lord. Okay. There is no other God. I have equipped you for battle, though you don't even know me. God is a faithful God and he loved us before we even loved him. He gave us blessings even when we didn't deserve it. I don't know about you, but I would rather serve the truth than a lie any day. There is no other God before Jehovah, so tighten up and get information. We are to serve the Lord with fear. And when we serve the Lord with fear, we realize that if we don't have God, then we have nothing. We are to rejoice in trembling because we are blessed to be on God's good side than to be on the side of his wrath. So remember that there's good fear and that there's bad fear and we never want to give way to bad fear because bad fear blocks out blessings and opportunities and when we serve the lord with fear we are serving the lord with a deep respect understanding that he is powerful and that he is the almighty and we rejoice in trembling because we know the things that god can do we know the things that he is capable of and i would never want to be on the wrong side of god okay i want to be on the side that says if God is for us, and who can be against us? I never want to be on the side with Pharaoh. Like, uh-uh. Okay, so understand that fear has different parts. But if we give too much power to the bad fear, then we put ourselves in this box of isolation. And we put ourselves in this box from um, 
not stepping outside of what we need to in order to reach our full potential. So don't sit here and allow your fears to overcome you, but allow the spirit to show you how to overcome your fear. So with that being said, start sharing your fears and start speaking them aloud. Because again, when you speak them aloud and you um, just say it out in the world, that deals with half the problem because now you are admitting to it. And now that it's out there, you may realize how silly it sounds and how silly it may be. Like when I talk about it, I'll be like, yo, I'm scared of spiders. And it sounds funny because they're, they're smaller than me and I'm way bigger than them. It doesn't matter if they have some, you know, poison stuff in the side of them, but it just may sound silly. And you may, um, be like, why am I even scared of this in the first place? But it's like, when you just get it out there and you speak about it more, you're allowing that fear to lose its power. You're just um, sucking the power out of that fear. And that's what we need to do. We got to stop giving or stop putting fear into the earthly things and start putting it into God, because the only person that we should serve with fear is the Lord. So I don't know who this is for, but God got you. Okay. God is going to give you that man. He's going to bless you with that man that you've been praying for. God is going to bless you with that car that you've been praying for. You ain't have a car in so long. You don't even know what transportation felt like, but he is going to bless you. Okay. God is going to bless you with a job. Okay. I know you've been unemployed for some time, but God moves in mysterious ways. Okay. And he makes all the bad work for your good. So just continue to abide in his word. And when you feel, um, doubt creeping upon you, just Find comfort in God's word, okay? Because it's all there. Everything that you need is in the Bible. So just open up your Bible and just read his word because God is going to make a way for you. The rain is coming. The harvest is coming. You just got to trust him and believe him. And if you're one of those persons who are dealing with loneliness, it's time for you to get outside of your box. It's time for you to step out and start mingling with people. It's time for you to start fellowshipping with people because the devil is trying to put you in this box so he can keep you from hearing about the good grace of God. He's trying to keep you from um, meeting somebody that's going to show you the God inside of you. He's going to try to keep you from um, going to church so that you won't hear all the good things about God. He is trying to keep you in his control. If it is keeping you away from prospering in any type of way, shape, or form, then that is the bad fear, and that is the devil trying to keep you away from God's promise. So it's time for you to just step outside of your comfort zone. It's time for me to break free from these strongholds by speaking the word over it, okay? Let me tell you something. The word moves mountains. Your faith can move mountains. So all you have to do is learn how to trust in God, and the way that you can start trusting in God is by reading his word and just meditating on it daily, day and night. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys were able to take something away from it. Make sure you drop a comment and a review. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified when I upload new material. Follow my inspirational blog on Instagram at Her Devotion. And click the link in that bio, y'all. Go ahead and get your copy of my Steps of Faith devotional journal. Listen, it is something that you won't regret, okay? Everybody needs a little devotional in their life. So just make sure that you follow my inspirational blog, subscribe to the podcast, and just have a good day overall. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, y'all.